Hi, I'm Vanessa Parsons. And I'm Naomi Conroy. We are the founders of Groomer Nation. You're listening to the Groomer Nation podcast, where here we will bring you expert teachers and mindful leaders. We will discuss powerful and informative ideas for grooming and personal growth. Groomer Nation, educating and connecting groomers. Today, my wonderful guest is the young Sophie Corkill. Sophie, um, I've got you here today to hopefully pass on some wisdom when it comes to preparing for competitions because you have your next competition coming up in April, which is the Sydney Royal. Mm -hmm. So are you nervous? I'm so nervous. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. I love that. That means you care. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I wanted to see if you could pass on some advice. Firstly, how did you get into competitions? Well, I kind of accidentally fell into competitions. I was kind of, I don't even remember, I was on facebook or google and i stumbled across the piaa website and my first competition was a canberra competition in 2017 i think um had no idea what i was doing no idea rocked up did the competition didn't have any of the right things and i was looking around at all these amazing people and i was like i have no idea what i'm doing i didn't do well at all my dog was covered in knots (laughs) I did the same don't worry the first one's always eye-opening yeah and that's what really pushed me to um explore more into the whole competitive grooming to get better yeah it becomes like a bug you catch yeah yeah it's like something you want more and more and more Mm -hmm. so how do you end up approaching people to borrow dogs because you don't Mm -hmm. have the dogs you're entering with yeah well the first dog uh it was a family friend so I was really lucky and I had that relationship with them but I um, reached out to a lot of people on Dogs Online, mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah. so lots of the purebred registry and reaching out to breeders, everyone, a breed that I was interested in. Most of the time they didn't respond to me, yeah. <laughs> but the few people that did took me under their wing and just wanted to show me everything. So Yeah, yeah and that's how you know what you want to enter then, right? Because you then go out and learn the trim. Yeah, yeah. And building that relationship and just learning as much as I can, getting every webinar or seminar uh, I can Yeah. I can get Grumination video. Yeah, Grumination. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. And then like but how do you actually decide what you want to conquer next? Like is it scissor? Is it like how do you decide that? Or you just tick uh, a checklist? Mm-hmm. I want to challenge myself. Yeah. I want to really push the boundaries of what I can actually do. Um, I really love hand scissoring, so I love my poodles and my Kerry Blues. Um, I love my hand stripping, but I want to try gun dogs now because it's a totally different thing for me. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, just trying everything that I can, yeah. people willing to give me the opportunity to give it a go. Yeah, that's good. What's it going to do personally for you, though? Is there a reason why you want to challenge yourself so much? I think it's just for my own personal growth. Mm. Yeah, just learning as much as I can um, because I think it's really important for our jobs. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I love that. Um, so preparing for the show, what does that entail? Mm-hmm. How far out from the competition date do you get stuck mm-hmm. into the dog? Probably eight weeks out, I'm washing that dog every week. If I have hands on that dog beforehand, I'm washing them, you know, every fortnight if I can. Yeah. Um, and just making sure they have a good diet, um, good products, good shampoo, um, and just yeah. really have a good plan. So you, you talk to the owner and you say, like, yeah, for allowing me, you know, here's some product yeah. I want you to use on the interim. Yeah, here's when some I'm product. Not I'm not going to charge you for the baths yeah. or anything. Just you if, can't charge them. Yeah, you do it all for free. Yeah, volunteer. Yeah, yeah, and then you get to use their dog. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yep. Yeah. 
That's good. They mm-hmm. must be proud. Yeah. Yeah, they must love seeing their dog. Yeah, they love it. Yeah, that's so nice. Um, so you're preparing every single week. Mm-hmm. Um, then when do you do your final trim, like say for like a scissored breed? A scissored breed, um, anywhere from like six to eight weeks out, depending, depending on how fast that dog grows and that I'm really lucky to use um, some dogs a couple of times. Yeah. Um, but I just ask the breeders or the owners or how yeah. long the coat grows and yeah yeah and then plan it from plan there. it from there yeah yeah and so you're going to travel because you live in Queensland mm-hmm. this got next competition for in Sydney mm-hmm. what's that like <laughs> well <laughs> <laughs> um my comp dog had its hair cut mm, three weeks ago mm-hmm. and um yeah I'm not touching her now and the breeder is washing and drying her for me because she's about an hour and a half away from me okay um so i'm really lucky that she bathes all the dogs every week yeah. so that's really good for me but so yeah. you're gonna go collect the dog and then mm-hmm. jump on a plane or drive i'm driving yeah. <laughs> i'm driving i'm driving with my boyfriend your owner must be extra i know like, awesome. she's incredible she's put so much faith in me and she's just throw me dog she's got like 10 of them and she's like yeah take this one would you want this one so I'm I'm so lucky I have that she relationship in you. yeah we've built that relationship and that trust I think that's really important to do that with your clients and breeders to really yeah. show that you're passionate and that you care absolutely yes it's like a partnership yeah absolutely the, three of you, the dog and the owner yeah so you're gonna jump in the car and then take the owner's dog mm-hmm. wash it that morning or the night before how do you go about it? I mean, you should really wash them the day of. The but morning. The morning of. But I like to wash them the night before. Mm-hmm. Just so in the morning I am ready. I'm prepared. I'm yeah. ready to go. And if I need to do any extra touch-ups, like if I just need to quickly wash the legs or just re-straighten yeah. anything or hot dry anything out, I can just do it then and there. Just keep them as clean as possible overnight. Yeah. Um, like literally just put them in the crate yeah. with a snoot on or whatever they yeah. need. And- yeah. Just so I'm not as uh, rushed or I feel super stressed in the morning. Yeah, um, because you don't sleep well the night before anyway. No, not at all. Thoughts, the patterns going through. Did yeah. I bring my scissors? What yeah. have I forgotten? Yeah, if you have an afternoon class, definitely wash that your dog means. in the morning. But if you've got a morning class, I like to just do them the night before, just for ease of mind so I'm not up at 3 o'clock in the morning washing the dog. Yeah. 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 So you have to borrow a salmon. Yes. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, or I've washed dogs in like human bathtubs or in the yeah. shower. In the shower. Oh, in the shower. Like, in the shower. <laughs> yeah, whatever works. Get in the shower with the dog. Yeah, yeah, but um, reaching out to other salons and a lot of other salons are more than more than happy for you to borrow their space. Yeah, yeah. even for their competitors. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And making the connections all around the country is really nice. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what makes it so much extra fun. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of stress and pressure, and you put a lot of pressure on yourself. But then you also make life long. Friends. Yeah, absolutely. Through borrowing like a salon or yeah, a yeah, yeah. or staying at night even. You get yeah. billeted at the house. Yep, yep. Yeah, that makes it worthwhile, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then you wash your dog, you've turned up at the comp, you've got all your tools. What's going through your head? Breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Breathe. Just take a deep breath and just remember that everybody is in the same boat as you whether you've been competing for a really really long time or it's your first ever competition we're all feeling the same way and it's okay and I I tell myself you know I do this every day I am just doing it in a different location and that tends to just bring me down a bit and just grounds me and I go okay yeah I do this every day why am I panicking you know yeah, I love that. Yeah. Just remember, you can do it. Absolutely. I yeah. do it for a living. Why can't I do it now? 
Yeah. No, that's really good. And, like, I feel sometimes you've got to use the nerves to your advantage. Yeah. Like, let the nerves become, like, a bit of adrenaline. Yeah. And then you, like, you get the excitement. The, yeah, yeah. The end of the groom and you think, oh, wow, that went so fast. I, I was so, um, like, focused. Yeah. And, and I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, okay. What about any tips for competitors? Things that they might be a new competitor. Mm-hmm. Things that you've learned along the way that nobody told you or you didn't even realize mm-hmm. beforehand. Yeah. Anything you can think of? Uh, definitely eat breakfast. Eat something in the morning. Even if you're feeling really, really anxious and really nervous, just put something in your tummy. Yeah. And take a snack. Take, you know, I like to take a Powerade and some mm-hmm. lollies. Just something to just keep keep me going. Um, yeah, that's, that's what I would recommend. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And, um, I, I would also recommend take something like sometimes between the class and also when they're judging, the dogs are allowed to relax. Mm-hmm. Like I love seeing the dogs have a little pillow mm-hmm. or a little like towel at least to rest yeah. on because the tables are quite firm. Yeah. I think it's really important to allow the dog just to like, yeah, I have seen dogs have cramps and things mm-hmm. in their legs. If they have something soft to lay yeah. on between breaks. I would always suggest bringing it down. Yeah, absolutely. Being mindful to take care of yourself, but also the dog, because they're standing for a really long time and they're doing this for you. So giving them a time to feel comfortable and Mm. relaxed is super important. And the public's perspective, like the way that they perceive what we do. Yeah. Some people may think uh, it's mean for the dog to stand for that long. A lot of the dogs absolutely love it. They thrive on it because it's their special time. They've learned and been taught this way. But it's really important to show everybody that you're really putting the dog first and focusing on their well-being. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, when we do these big competitions like at the Royal and that, we are on public display. So it's really important to show our best assets and why we do what we do. Yeah. And I love it when you see people getting their ribbons or whatever at the end and the first thing they do is give their dog a big hug and yeah. a big pat and they thank their dog and yeah. I think that that's why we do it because we, yeah. we've got this extra extra special dog that we're working with that yeah. gives us the chance to show off our skill. Right? Yeah. So they should be thanked. They should be appreciated. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's really nice. And your owner will love that. Yeah, yeah, they love it. And then staying the night. Is your dog going to stay in a cool hotel? Oh, yes. No, we're staying in a really cool hotel. Yeah, good on you. That's so good. You enjoy that. Yeah. You get to curl up in bed with your dog. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's really exciting. And I didn't even ask you, what breed are we doing this I'm taking a Kerry Blue. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking a Kerry Blue. It's a breed that I've been focusing on for a while now because I love my terriers. Mm -hmm. I love hand stripping, but it's hard to find a hand strip dog that that is in a rolling coat and yeah. in, in a coat that's worked. And every time I've gone in with a hand strip dog, I haven't got the result that I wanted. Yeah, they don't have the layers unless yeah. you put them work in and yeah. you own that dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's been it's been hard. So when I found out about a Kerry Blue, I love my poodles. I love hand scissoring. I love terriers. Put the two together, you get a Kerry that's Blue. Cool. So that's something that I've been focusing on. So, yeah, that's what I'll be doing yeah. at Sydney. Yeah, so your scissor class, you're up against Kerry's, Bichon's, Bedlington, mm-hmm. it's a pretty yep. fierce class. Yeah, but super competitive, but I'm excited. You'll kill it. Yeah. You'll Thank go you. so <laughs> Well, we want to wish you luck and we'll be cheering you on from the sideline. Thank you. We sit by the phone and watch the socials as they happen yeah. live. So you will be, um, yeah, you have your own cheese squad. Thank you. Thank so you. Well done and congratulations and good luck. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Sophie. Thank you.
Thank you, Groomer Nation community, for listening with your hosts, Naomi and Vanessa. We hope you enjoyed our deep dive into all the tips and tricks you can use to help grow your grooming knowledge and be the best version of yourself. If you're keen to see and learn more tips and tricks, be sure to head over to www.groomernation.com.au and don't forget to like us on the socials.